When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with JB, Chad Daniels, Melissa Kirk, Andy Rampernard, and Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back so Chad Daniels can upbraid me for the next 45 minutes to an hour. So it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it's none of your business anyway because all the shows are sold out. It's uh, all I know about Chad Daniels at Act. <laughs> you know what I mean? He must be a headliner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. Where's the manager? Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. Join me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal as we talk cars, how to buy them, how to lease them, how to make the most of your money, and much more. What's it going to take to earn your business right now? Tune in every Thursday from 2 to 3 Central or download it on the Tom Bernard Podcast page. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to think about it. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
Oh, little Rick rolling, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Rick Astley. <laughs> We're no strangers to love. What do you think? That's Michael McDonald. <laughs> I know. Well, it still sounds like him, love. too. He does sound like Michael yeah. McDonald. The rules. And so, so Come on, man. They should do an Yelled album together. <laughs> well, yeah, Michael McDonald and Rick Astley. There they couldn't do it. They're the same person. <laughs> they kind of are. You really just need to play songs that Andy will just sing to. I know. Yes. It makes him way more well, exciting. But you never know which those are because they're all Well, weird. I know it's Walk Like an Egyptian. That's, That's one of an them. Andy Oki song. And then what was the other one that I played the other day you started? <laughs> I can't remember. You never, it, there's no pattern. <laughs> there's no I can't pattern. remember. I love what no, kind of no a, a type A personality a producer has to be. Because you could be in the middle of telling a story about how one of your grandparents died, and right at the end, they're like, five seconds. Just going to tell you how she died. Four seconds. <laughs> Four, Four, Four seconds. You can tell us. You just got to do it in five seconds. <laughs> that works. Yeah, it works. You know, no problem with that. Um, yeah, Andy, uh, we'll have to find more you can sing along to. That would be a good thing. Um, Chad Daniels with us, ladies and gentlemen. I was, I was trying to figure out, because we talked about this this morning, how many years I've known you. And it's, is somebody having trouble with their mic? That was JB. That <laughs> yeah, was me. He's JB, got like a for weird... for God's sake. Well, he has a weird pilot microphone on his head like he's an old pilot like i walked into red tails 2 or something <laughs> yeah, dad prefers that one it's the one that yeah it's the one that tom switched to mm-hmm. but it looks more yeah, convenient because like i'm holding mine like yeah <laughs> like i'm about nervous to sing the national anthem somewhere <laughs> two hands well if you want to switch there's one right no, there this is great <laughs> no no <laughs> no this no no that's i'm good thank I'm you i'm just gonna complain thank about this much. but it's okay that's, I got well, it. that's like my kids i've presented you with a solution i don't want to hear about your problem anymore. <laughs> so do you want me to be like an offensive coordinator and, and stand like and just sit like this i'll talk to you guys and cover the mic so you can't read my lips <laughs> no, I love my, my son and i all the time when we're watching football that's what they do right they have mm-hmm. that thing over their face and then uh, my son and I will film it, and then we'll dub it over. Like, I'd like two hamburgers, fries. <laughs> <laughs> like we're ordering off a menu. Yeah, well, it's kind of like that bad lip syncing that they do yes. for the NFL. Yeah. Oh God, those are so oh, funny. Very, very entertaining. Well, I'm waiting for somebody to create some little device that just that hooks onto that that covers that part of your face. I'm surprised they don't oh, have yeah. something like that—a right. mask slash mic, so they don't have to go like this. It's Right. I mean, we have masks, and we, do. we have mics. We, that's true. <laughs> right. You think someone would be like, I'm going to do this. And in, well, in Minnesota, you, got, you can just put the little balaclava on, and you're good. They've yeah, probably thought about it, but don't, because then they can still look normal part of the time. <laughs> yeah, they don't no, I get always it, yeah. have it up. That's my guess. I think they should just always be wearing motorcycle helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I think, think so. Always. I think it'd be interesting for Bill Belichick to wear one, because then we can guess what expression he has underneath the mask. <laughs> Happy. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's not guess, one of them. I'm going to guess disdain. <laughs> <laughs> Or wondering when his good. owner is going to bring him to a massage parlor next. <laughs> oh. All right, I have to get this out of my head, and it's Cassie's fault. Way to go. Sorry. But I, it's got to come out, otherwise it'll be stuck in my head the rest of the day. Uh, Second City Television. Rick Moranis playing the part of Michael McDonald running around doing errands, <laughs> and about every 30 seconds you'd have to run into the studio and go, a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> it was wonderful. That was so fun. I'm sorry. That was not going to leave my head until we got it out. Yeah. Very, very funny. Yes. But in any case, so so Chad, ladies and gentlemen, was, uh, you know, about two blocks from me uh, last week and didn't, I didn't hear from, you know. I had no unbelievable. idea. I had no clue. I didn't either. Yeah. I did not know. We're in Miami situation. together. I did not Yes, because we were time. coming home from Cuba. Yeah. Oh. And I was we were coming working. Home. Yep. Not coming home <laughs> well, anywhere. This this was cultural work. It was listed as a cultural trip. Okay, sure. If that's how you get to write it off, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not writing. No, I I just, that's how I get from being arrested. Oh. Uh, you ever been there? I've never been to Cuba. I have written some stuff. Like, I'm right now going to write the mileage off coming here for group therapy. <laughs> Good. Yes, I think it's a good plan. Anything over, anytime I, no I talk to more than two people, I count it as group therapy. Hmm. I have no <laughs> problem with that whatsoever. Technically the, is. The mental health movement, you can write everything up. Yes, you can. <laughs> so I, everything is group therapy. So did you get my uh, message, Tom? It was a wor- one-word mm. message I sent Catherine to tell you why you Today? were. Today? No, why you were in Cuba. Oh, I didn't get it. What was it? Cigars. Oh, Chigaro. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did get. You can take as many as a hundred back home with you. You can uh, take four boxes of Cuban cigars. So I have a couple of boxes of them, and I haven't had one yet. So I don't know if they're any good or not. I had. I had one off the street, which was not very good. Just unfortunately, it, up. it was a. Oh hey. <laughs> no, a street vendor. Oh hey, that looks like a cigar a, I should have. Yes, it's either a turd or a cigar. Let me take that off. <laughs> Yeah, I remember great idea. I remember one day one time when I was a kid on Halloween I found this like lump of tar on the ground and I was like, "Whoa, what's all this tar? Oh, it's dog crap." <laughs> Whoops. Apparently Tar-y it was an dog unhealthy crap. dog. Yeah, it sounds like. When, when you said <laughs> when you said turd, I was about to say, "Hey, it's JB's toe." Well, <laughs> Yes, it was JB that said that, not the rest of us. Although I did snicker. <laughs> yes, and you I shouldn't be saying the word snicker that close. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Yes, yes. I was I was planning a trip to Cuba and every time we were looking at uh, places to stay and I always go, Bay of Pigs Invasion, we didn't stop. <laughs> and then no one wanted like to go it. with me because they knew I would do that nonstop. <laughs> Oh, Chad, one of the greatest lines in Peter Falk's acting history. Loved Peter Falk. He's in The In-Laws. He's talking to Alan Arkin, and he starts talking about the Bay of Pigs, and Alan Arkin said, you were involved in the Bay of Pigs? Involved? It was my idea. (laughs) Okay. Yes, the Bay of Pigs was your idea. I love that. You know, uh, you go there. You can go to the Bay of Pigs. It's rather interesting. There are all these forts that have, uh, you know, the Spanish built back in the day. The people are extremely nice. It's a very interesting country to be. It's somewhat depressing because all of the architecture and, and infrastructure is falling apart because they, they just don't won't fix anything. Melissa thinks it's funny how mom can't talk about it without putting in something negative. Like wow, what? what a beautiful country, except for all the poverty. <laughs> well, yeah. well, it did hit her pretty hard. The poverty, well, Chad, you know what the uh, daily income of a Cuban is? Uh-uh. And they work 30 days a week, by the way, uh, 30 days a month. I was going to say, holy crap, different calendars. Yeah, 30 days a week. God. <laughs> they, work, they work every day of the year, actually. They, they go to work. Uh, and they I, make I no 66 clue. cents a day. What? Holy. That's nuts. 66 cents a day, that's what they make. 
That's nice. Oh, my nice. God. When we and went, I talked to several people that said, I want to thank Raul for allowing me to have a part-time job to feed my family. Hmm. And they're, they're not lying. They're being honest. When we were in Hong Kong with Louis Lee on that trip, it, again, it was Tom Segura, P. Lee, myself, but a camera crew as well. And there was this old guy who was bussing tables. And uh, we decided we were just all going to pitch in 20 bucks American. And we tipped the guy. And he started bawling. In Hong and, Kong? Oh, yeah. See, Hong yeah. Kong is... Yep. And was hugging all of us. Wealthy. And, but, we, yep. but not everybody. Not everybody. Is oh, and not we, everybody. we asked Louis, and we, not, you know what? This is in Singapore. And we asked Louis. Oh, okay. It was that like makes a, more sense. A, food, a centrally located food truck. It was like an indoor food truck mall. And we asked Louis, we go, why is this guy crying and hugging us? And he goes, he probably doesn't make that much money in half a year. And we were like, oh, oh Makes you want to go back and be like, okay, nuts. here's another couple hundred. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah, here's a couple more hundred bucks. There you go. That'll work. Now, it's it's good for people to get out there and mix it up because I, I tell you another thing, Chad. You talk about beautiful women. My God, Cuban women are beautiful. And the men are rather handsome themselves from yeah, what I, would, I hear. I would think. Yeah, they really are. Uh, nice as hell. Just happy to meet you. It was funny. There's this guy walks up to me, and he, he sticks his hand out. He's got a big smile on his face. He wants to shake my hand, so I shook his hand. And then he fist bumped me, stuck his fist out to fist bump me. And then he walked away about 20 feet and he turned around and goes, Rocky, you strong. (laughs) Rocky? I don't know about Rocky. It's brand new here. Very, yeah, Rocky One just came out. (laughs) Now, it's, uh, there are Che Guevara uh, billboards everywhere. Che Guevara's face is all over Cuba on billboards. Mm. And there are several signs about every few miles you'll see a sign that says, Yo soy Fidel, we are Fidel. So they still talk about Fidel Castro and Che Guevara quite a bit. That's so crazy. So are there still young kids on the street selling chiclets? Uh, I didn't see any of that. They were just, the kids wanted to wanted to just we wanted you to wave to them and smile at them. They were all they wanted from you was to wave and smile. They just wanted to see what you know big honkies looked like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. There's how many white people do you think they've seen in their lives? None. Yeah, not I mean, a lot. Not since not a lot. Not since before. Yeah, not since '84. No, it was before no, that. 59. Yeah, it was what? 50s. Yeah. 1959. Oh. When was Kennedy Ken- killed? The 563. 63. Yeah. Oh, well then. Yeah. Did you think he was killed in 84? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was killed in the 70s. Reagan was shot I, about that time in 84. About the, yeah. I, mean, I was wearing of motorcycle Reagan. helmets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should get some offensive coordinator yeah. <laughs> masks on those guys. <laughs> it's all true. Yes, the day that Kennedy died in 1984. It was unbelievable. I've never been able to process his like american history my brain won't take it it's because like, it is you're like one of those guys do you remember uh where you were like i don't remember when i was <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he would know, fit that, in that, in the school system right now since they're not getting any american history, history anymore right. that's true no none of, is that really true that they don't teach american history anymore? i think they do well, but it's they, not very much they're like uh indians slavery uh world war Two. All right, you're so all up. negative things. Well, yeah, all definitely. Oh, yeah, it's all Why? negative. Even when I was in high school, it was all well, negative. Well, I mean, most historical things are negative. Well, most of human history everywhere <laughs> I, is negative, yeah, but there's still good things need, happen. You need to be reminded what not to do again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. As well. and that's, that's what it's for. And that's why you can't whitewash history. Right. Because right. it's got to be whitewashed. That. 
Oh my god! That's the term, Tom. Just like they, the term, Tom. <laughs> just like when they use the the black word for negative, you know. What? Uh, uh, you mean cheap? Yeah. Word for cheap. You uh, can't use that term anymore <laughs> because uh, Patrick Royce used it in a column once, and they thought he was talking about the big end. It they ends in ardly. Cheap. Ardly, yeah. And there's a <laughs> I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Me neither. Really? I'll okay, tell you. There's, there's an next... actual word. I'll tell them. I, I can tell them. This makes me yeah. feel great. It's a real word. <laughs> it's a real word. I can tell them the word because I'm not ripping black people in any way. There is a word for cheap, and it's niggardly. That's the word. Ah. I've never heard that in my life. I've never heard not. it, but I've... I'm aware of it because people, yeah. once in like a decade, someone says it, and then everyone freaks out for a while. Well, I got my 10 either. years in, JB. You can come around 10 years again, and we'll, we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that whole I situation, maybe, we'll, we'll see how it works. Maybe it's where I grew up, because I heard growing up, I, I would shake my head at how many times I hear, like, oh, we Jewed him down. And oh, stuff yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's, I, yeah, I'd yeah. only heard that for cheap. Right. Or or gypped like j- the gypsies yep. or whatever. Oh yeah, I gypsies, said gypped yeah. for the longest time. I didn't even know what it meant. I just that's and what your it, own it means. A gypsy, yeah. So what does that tell you? I, exactly. I thought Tom, <laughs> you, you were going to reach for blackmail. I didn't think you were going to go. <laughs> well, that's a real word. I'm I not, know it's not it is derogatory in any way, shape, or form. It just people don't use it anymore. And Patrick Royce, who was told not to use it, from what I understand, he didn't tell me this, but I understand they told him to never use that word in an uh, article again. Because people just can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because a lot of people are really stupid. But you know, I gotta tell you, I cringe. I cringe. Yeah, of course, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We've gotten to the point where we're so sensitive about everything. You know, when we're driving along, I call JB that all the time, and he doesn't care. But no, I'm lying. <laughs> oh my God. God. Very much so. I just was melting in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> I wore, I need a, to get I off wore a hoodie with no t-shirt, and now I'm sweating between my shoulder blades. <laughs> He's going into convulsions, Tom. Thanks. <laughs> well, in in 1971, I lived in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I worked at KNOX Radio in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and my roommate. Uh, roommates, there were two of them, a brother and a sister. He, he was uh, in the Air Force, and she was going to the University of North Dakota, and they were they were both black. And when we were in the house, never outside the house, never, but in the house, he used to call me that, which I thought was rather interesting. (laughs) Never outside the house would he call me the big N, but in the house he did all the time. And the first time he did it, I remember I was making some soup, and I put the spoon in the pot, and I tasted it and put the spoon back, and he said, Big N, did you just put that spoon in your mouth and back in the pot? (laughs) He got very upset about that. I suppose you don't want my spit in your soup. I understand. But no, it was a, that's how that was. You know what I mean? Yeah, I he don't know. I wasn't, was uh, I wasn't <laughs> around. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I don't. You, you still can't cleanse history because how do you learn from our past mistakes right. if Agreed. you erased exactly all of them? Exactly right. Yeah. And that's what they're trying that's to do. Exactly they're trying right. to erase all our past mistakes, and it's going to be like, so we're going to commit them all over again because nobody will know about them. Right. Yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep everything in there. Right. Just as a, yeah, a reminder. I mean, you, you, when you you go to tell the story, also tell the consequences of that person's actions and how we overcame it or what. What's the other thing is they always simplify it 
down to like you know this these were the good guys these were the bad guys right and, you know the the good guys won hooray they didn't like they don't go into it because they're afraid of making the bad guys seem too human which is kind of sad but it's true depends on yeah, i mean it depends on the school like i mean well i suppose like i had i had you know i went to a private school and it was college preparatory so Rich we, we went do they, do they have clocks at the school? <laughs> oh, we are yeah, a minute and a half over. Oh, okay. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with Melissa telling her college story right after this Tom Bernard show. Oh, my God. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours period sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home it is tom some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings open houses and so many more headaches especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast you do need to qualify for this program but that's quick and convenient as well to see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Melissa Kirk reminiscing on the Tom Bernard <laughs> So you were going to school where? You are going to school where? So um, in high school, I went to a private high school, um, Calvin Christian okay. High School. And um, they they did a really good job. We had really detailed books that we went through. And, um, you know, we talked about the hard things, and we actually discussed them as a really? group rather than good. just, like, listening to a teacher tell us to read something and then talk about what we read. It was right. it was more it was more detailed. So I mean, it, it, we were just talking on the break, but like smaller schools tend to do a much better job about mm-hmm. teaching the hard stuff mm-hmm. and actually getting people engaged with the the more difficult things in history. Um, whereas public schools or larger schools are just like shoving as much information down people's throats to just get them to graduate. I feel like. And yeah. that's kind yeah. of the difference. They don't really I think. help you to process it, right? Be able right. to think on your own. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I was prepared for college in high school and um, really just learned a lot. I hated it at first, 
because I wasn't very school friendly. But uh, but I mean, like that school, going to that school actually, I think changed my whole viewpoint on education and like sure. how I should learn as a human being. So I wasn't prepared for high school in college. <laughs> no, that's why oh, well. it didn't go very well. Yeah, yeah. I my grades didn't improve no. until I was basically in my last year of college. And oh, you made it that far. That's good. Well, no. <laughs> Technically, I mean, it was my last year of college. Oh, I got you. Not, okay. It wasn't the yeah. last year of college. I got you. Yes. He's still working on that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I understand that. My grades were better my junior and senior year in college than yeah. they were freshman and sophomore. That's, I think yeah, that's, that's probably pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's wonderful about you guys talking about this? All I can see as a father is a bag of money with wings <laughs> flying away. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But, poor Andy. You know, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> poor Andy. Yeah, poor Andy and Alex. Okay. You know, we're talking about this, and all I can see is a son is a father with wings that flew away. <laughs> <laughs> Who wasn't able to help me pay for college. Oh, man. That's probably why it went there so you poorly. go. <laughs> there you go. That's the big difference. That is a big difference. I, I know of a guy, and I won't rat him out, but I know of a guy on his 18th birthday, he came home, and his father was tearing the wall down on his bed bedroom. Wow. And he goes, what are you doing? He goes, well, you're not going to live here anymore. You're 18. Jeez. Oh. Oh, my God. That's rather harsh. Would have been good to think? get some time to pack up. but <laughs> would have been kind of nice. But Could have given me like two hours out, uh... to pack my stuff. <laughs> God, it's just amazing. So did you did you grow up in Fergus Falls? I did. You yeah. did. So where, what, is it Fergus Falls High School? Yeah. It's, uh, right now it's called the Kennedy, Kennedy Secondary Center. Because uh, here's what happens in Fergus Falls. There's a lot of farmers there. And so yeah, there yep. was an opportunity. There was a high school referendum that uh, the state was going to donate a lot of the land. And it was going to cost something. I mean, I'm throwing out a number here. I believe it was uh, $90 million or something like that. And the, the government was going to pay for half of it. So Fergus Falls had to come up with $45 million for a brand-new facilities, state-of-the-art computer center, all new, uh, you know, Olympic-sized swimming pool, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, instead, farmers took out full-page ads saying, woe is me, I have to pay so much taxes on my land, and they, they killed the referendum. So instead of paying $45 million to get brand-new stuff, we had to pay $43 million to have them redo the middle school and make it into a high school and middle school. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Old people are the best, man. <laughs> but the weird thing about that, Chad, is that there's a lot of money in that area. It's not like a poor area. That's what I'm saying. It, it was so unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah. there's so many old people in Fergus Falls right. that they bust them to the voting centers. And the fact that you get to vote. So here's the thing. We should find life expectancy. And then four years in front of that, if you're that age, you shouldn't be able to vote. If you're... If you're scientifically like not going to be alive mm. when who you voted in to president is going to be president, you don't get to vote. Makes sense. I think you have to wait 18 years to vote, right? So why do you get to well, vote till you're dead? There should be little space on the other side, too, I think. They're trying to pass uh, now a law that says you can vote when you're 16. In, in, no, if they ever do that, you. I'll just retire and pretend that I'm no longer alive. 16-year-olds <laughs> um, don't I, know anything about anything. Oh, no, no, 18-year-olds. No. Neither do 18-year-olds. Yeah. Well, that's true, but... 27. I think 27 to 67 after that. You, before that, after that, you should not be able to vote. Biologically speaking, that's the only age that really makes sense. 
Yeah, it's true. 27 to 67. I li- I'm on board with that. that. Who do we talk to? <laughs> no one, because I'll no one would do you. that. <laughs> no, they will never do that. And look, I, you know, people can say, well, I've been contributing my whole life, and I've, been doing, I've earned the right to vote for this. I don't think you give a rat's ass enough after 70 years old. Who gets elected, do you? I think you're uh, voting you're not... on one thing, and that's meds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, <laughs> that's most probably people, true. I would bet that 80% of the country votes on one issue that they perceive will be a financial yep. gain for them. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't, man. I don't know what, what is issue would be a financial gain for me. I'm sure you could find something if you tried hard enough. Well, I think health insurance is a huge, <clears throat> yeah. like, to have cheaper health insurance and better health care. Sure. So you can mm-hmm. save money that but, way, I guess. In Minnesota, I don't know if that. you know this, there's a rule that if you get divorced... Whoever has the insurance under them, the other parent gets to uh, keep that insurance until their youngest child is 18. Jeez. Oh, really? I didn't know that. And really? I am a beneficiary of that. <laughs> oh, that's wow. True. Oh, that's why you because know Because my it. wife works for the state. My ex-wife works for the state, and she has the insurance. And I didn't realize that until the day I got divorced. They were like, and you have insurance until your daughter turns 18. I was like, I do? Oh, wow. Bonus. State insurance, so you could get like a new robot body for free. I got a new hip last year. There you go. Cost me three grand, and it was like up in the. I'm surprised it was that much. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah. My mom got a. a... What? Yeah, my ex genetics professor. Genetics professor, yeah, exactly. People don't know that. She got really bored with Chad and said, get out. (laughs) No, that's not what it was. She she did some 23andMe (laughs) testing and was like, I've had enough of you. (laughs) I can't believe I made two more of you. When Chad started that comment, I was like, what? Because you you said she did a 23, and I was like, what? (laughs) What? Wait, what? What? Wait. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's gotta be kind of just sitting around the house. You're talking about you know working at the ha ha hut, and she's figuring out how to you know make people live longer. Yeah, shoulder she, to shoulder. Hey, right laughter's the best medicine. Two so. sheep walking and look right. exactly alike. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'll have to write a joke about this. Was that Dolly? Was that Dolly? Dolly. Yeah. Dolly. It was Dolly, the first genetically uh, produced sheep or. The fact that they didn't say the name sheep, Dolly for when they did llamas is ridiculous. <laughs> I know That's Dolly true. Llama. You have to go Dolly Llama. Yep. You just have to. Well, uh, do you, you know, know why about... they named that cheap Dolly? Enlighten us. Why? Because it was cloned from a mammary gland cell, and Dolly Parton has big breasts. Oh, my God. Oh, That's oh, actually God. why. Really? I thought you were going to say donated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she kicked it in. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they, div- they got a sheep out of a human. We'll always love you. <laughs> I'm going to be doing that man. all weekend. Oh, my God. I'm so mad that my brain went there because that's not going to stop for two weeks. <laughs> you guys walk into a bar. Yeah, that's great. That would be phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know... Dolly Lama. So I, I did not know that, though. The Dolly part, and there's a reason it was Dolly the sheep. Yep. Because it was a mammary, it, the, it was. Mammary gland cell. cell. From, from mammary gland cell. Uh, 
That came out. That came out very clearly, Tom. Clamory clam. That's really good. It's really good. It's a boob gland. Let's just yeah. say it. A boob gland. Yes. <laughs> it is a boob gland. No question about that. But you know, it all works out in the end. That's all I know. But um, no. So you do you still live in Fergus, or do you live part of the year in L.A. or what? Nope. Where are you living? Full time Fergus. I thought so. You, yeah. You've always done that too, haven't you? Yeah, my daughter. So yeah, I lived in St. Peter for a little while when my ex was teaching at Gustavus, but um, moved back up there. Oh, okay. My daughter's a freshman in high school, so I'm going to wait and see what she wants to do afterwards. But right, can't do it. So, but you I, must. The, the are guy, you still the on the road that, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not all the time, but enough of. The, I mean, my weeks are normally Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm gone three of them. So nine yeah. days. That's not yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's not too bad. That's true. But, you know, now I would imagine jet travel is not that It's, what, about an hour to, to Fargo Airport? Yeah, sometimes I fly From, out of Minneapolis. but And I bring my kids with me, do, too. Yeah. So that that's helps. very cool. Yeah, that helps a lot. That's very nice. Hmm. Is it, do, do your kids understand why people know who you are? You know what I mean? For little kids, that's got to be very confusing. It's like, why do all these people in all these cities know who you are, Dad? Yeah, the older they Was get... It, they they start you know they figured it out now but um, right in Fergus Falls they always ask me like oh everyone knows you I'm like I went to high school here <laughs> and no one moved <laughs> so yeah everyone knows me all <laughs> ten people who live here know you yeah no kidding so um, I recorded a special in Denver last year uh, that'll be out March 25th on Amazon wonderful see how I did wonderful that? Uh, two weeks yeah but I recorded that in Denver and it was nuts because there was a production crew there and we all had tags and people were coming to get us at the back door it was very like secret service kind of stuff and as I'm putting my daughter in the Uber to go back to the airport my son and my daughter my daughter looks at me and she goes are you famous <laughs> and I was like there not you even go. close not even close. Well, you are famous. I mean, people know who you are. Are you? Are you? You know, going to build upon that uh, base? Of course you will. But yeah, everybody pretty much knows who you are, don't they? Well, you know, it's awesome. It's when I go to show. People listen to me on Pandora and Spotify. So when I go to shows, yeah, yeah. no one knows what I look like. They've mm-hmm. never seen yeah. me. Yeah. Oh. And, okay. and if you pull up okay. ten different pictures of me on the internet, you can't tell it's yeah, the same person. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's like I look different in every stage of life i know what you mean so uh so i'll go there and two people will be doing some of my bits right (laughs) next to me waiting in line and have no idea (laughs) that's very it's it's very fun to be able to have that invisibility i bet i could see that yeah i could see that to be true work out in the end i actually had a guy once send me a picture and i swear to god and i'm not he asked me is this you he sent me a picture of, of tom bernard and he said, is this you? I swear to God, it was a picture from like 1880. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't have a monocle, like first a, of all. Neck and beard. <laughs> neck beard cooking the whole deal. It's like, no, that's, that's not me. But uh, Hey, have, what, you, have you seen those uh, dry bar videos on Facebook, those clean comedy specials that they've done? Mm-mm. They did them out in uh, Utah. See, yeah, a bit, yeah. Josh Sneed has one. And he was talking about a guy with a white neck beard at Disney. I can't remember some theme park. And he goes, mm. "It looks like somebody slit a Build-A-Bear's throat." <laughs> <laughs> and I had to shut my computer. I was laughing so hard because I didn't want to see what was next. That is very. If funny. you guys are going to be bored at work after you listen to this, please look up that that special on Dry Bar Comedy. Josh Sneed. It is so good. The whole thing. Is good. That's very what very a funny. Build-A-Bear's throat. <laughs> 
slid it. Well, it does. It looks like it's just piling out. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it's just that's the best possible visual for that. Yes. But you see people like that, and you're like, that. you can't like looking like that, so why do you do it? Yeah, yeah you do I, like I can't figure sure. that out. Some of those, like this, like the patchy neck beard with no facial hair up top. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why would you do that? I know. Yeah, you look yeah, in yeah, the I mirror. I don't get it. And say, either. does this really look good? I know. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's exactly right. You think it looks great, so you do it. Yeah. My favorite still is with the old men. Not so much now, but back in the day when I was a kid. You would run into old men who had so much ear hair, you'd go, can you hear anything? <laughs> yep. I mean, it was like this big cotton ball in their ear, and it turns out to be their ear hair. It's like, good God. <laughs> That's oh, real nasty. Oh, God. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, Chad, don't you? You've seen yeah, it. Absolutely. And it comes from plucking ear hairs. You know, nose hairs and ear hairs, if you pluck them, your hair follicle splits into four. If oh, I no. plucked oh, my God. nose hair, I think I would probably just die from pain right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it hurts like hell. Oh, it makes me sneeze. Yeah. There's a local comedian named Chel Bjorgen, and we were down in Mexico at a comedy festival, and he had two ear, uh, nose hairs that he would not pluck, oh. and he knew they were driving me crazy. I mean, they were down by, like, his lip. Did you let two of your mustache hairs grow? <laughs> and so I grabbed uh, a needle nose pliers. Oh, and God. When he wasn't looking, snuck up behind him, got in there, yanked both of them, but then also a lot more. Because oh. as I opened it up, it looked like a, a da- an old dandelion. <laughs> all these, I blew all the whiskers off the needle nose pliers and made a wish. It was crazy. Oh, God. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, Tom Bernard. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Samantha, who started as a customer service rep and is now operations manager. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on Priority. Because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. If your head head doesn't bob and shake to that song, you're dead. I I have a question for Cassie. Are you doing this to torment me? (laughs) Maybe. Chad, I just told a story a few weeks ago. I got a call. This is, you know, when Devo first broke, which was, God, 40 some forty years ago or more. 
It's a long time ago. So I'm on the road working for Capitol Records. So it was probably late 70s or very early 80s before I met your mother, Andy. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Chicago working for Capitol Records, and I'm calling all of these different stations. And I get a call from this woman said, hey, there's a new band in town. They're at the Walker Art Center tonight. They're called they're the name Devo. And I said, Devo? He goes, yeah. Devo. You want to go see Devo? I said, yeah, I'm out of town. I'm in Chicago, but I'm coming in tonight, so I'll just meet you over at the Walker Art Center, and we'll go to the show. I didn't know about this because even though I was in the record business, I didn't know anything about Devo. I showed up as the only douchebag in history that ever wore a suit and a tie to a Devo concert. <laughs> oh, my God. People are pointing me like, what's that guy's problem? Doesn't he get it? I'm, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know, man. I had no de-evolution. I had no idea. But, uh, yeah, so Cassie torments me with that. I do love that song, though. When that's I, love the, when I that's really like Devo. When that song started, JB was moving in his chair, dancing to the rhythm, and he had his headphones mm-hmm. on, but I didn't at the time. <laughs> and so, so the chair is going, ear, 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 and it's creaking, and I thought he was doing it to make that noise. <laughs> then I put my headphones he on and realized, oh, he's right with the rhythm. This is what he's dancing to. And he had no idea the chair was squeaking like yeah, a hotel room above it's you. It's your chair, Tom, and it's pretty loose. Why is it loose? I have no idea. Because you keep dancing in it, JB. <laughs> Nobody really Who the does. hell has been sitting in my chair? <laughs> barely God, anyone. It. Dave. <laughs> barely anyone? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Dave barely Dave. anyone. Dave did like all week so, last week. How's Dave doing? He's doing good. He's doing good. good. He's at home with all the kids. and. Um... Had a brain transplant. People don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> He was so tired last night, but yeah, he he was hungry afterwards. He's like, I need to eat, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll give you some food. But yeah, <laughs> it all works out. <laughs> there were a couple phrases during that story mm-hmm. that I've got all the kids. Yes, between my husband and I, we have eleven children. Oh my God, that is all the kids. Yeah, <laughs> luckily some are adults all the kids. and live on their own. But we have between mm-hmm. we have seven school age kids in the house right now. Man. That is amazing. From 16 down to 7. Doesn't it just make you kind of, like, freak out when you hear her tell mm-hmm. that story? Yeah, my heart's beating faster than I <laughs> And also, you, how do you have adult kids? Well, my husband's kids, they... Is he significantly older than you? Uh, about 14 years. Okay. It's not that much, but... Uh, yeah, a lot of people tell you that. He started young. He started young, <laughs> becoming yeah. a dad. But, uh, yeah, I have three boys of my own. My oldest boy is almost okay. 15. And, uh, so you brought three kids into this, and you have eleven kids total. Yep. No. Seems and she has not grandkids. Equal. I have three grandkids. <laughs> I have three grandkids. How old are you? I am thirty-seven. Yeah, this is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely killing me. There you go. I told my son, who's yeah. nineteen, I go, I won't be a grandpa until I'm forty-six years old, and that gives me two years, and he, I won't. So I might miss I might miss I the understand. first year of my grandkids' life. No, because I'm, I'm not. They'll doing be it. fine. I'm Why 46? You're how old? Why 46? Uh, I just think like that's that's the time where I'll have um, two years will give me enough room to do what I want to do, and then I can have enough time to to be the grandpa I would like to be. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. I'm. You are gonna love it, man. You are gonna love being <laughs> a grandfather. I'm. 50. You are. I'm 56. I have none. You're 56? Yeah. 
what is going on in here? <laughs> it's like my youth has been sucked out of my body by these two assholes to the right. <laughs> you look way younger than 37, 50s. I would, can't even register 40s, you jackass. <laughs> I, I'm 44. I look like I'm 57 years old, for Christ's sake. No, you don't look that. No, you Stop. I'm not asking for compliments. I have a mirror. You don't have enough gray yet. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> and actually, I'll be 57 in May. Oh, that's not helping. But, but my son is nowhere near ready to be a dad, so and my daughter no. better not be a mother anytime because <laughs> she's only eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, you got a little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why another reason why I work out and try to stay in shape because at some point I would like to see my grandchildren. Sure. But the chances yeah, are getting less and less. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you look young as heck, man. Um, <laughs> I'm just still. Everybody just pauses. Well, I'm like just that. still baffled <laughs> that you think 14 years isn't a significant age gap. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought, thought it was too. Well, there is that. No, that's true. I don't. I I'm an old soul, so I I relate to the generation prior to me. That's fair. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I need you to know. You <laughs> when your husband yeah. was thinking about being a freshman in high school, mm-hmm. your parents were thinking about having sex. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> to make you. I know. Uh, Cassie, I do have to tell you, you just said something you're going to regret saying. What? You said you were an old soul. When R. Kelly was asked about his 14-year-old bride, he said, well, she's an old soul. Oh, Way to go. God. Way to agree with R. <laughs> you know what? That's actually in the How to Be a Creep oh. handbook. <laughs> you tell it. You know, you're an old soul. Wow. I can't, can't believe we're getting along, so it must be your old soulness. She's what? an old soul, and I'm a young soul. Now so down it's... to the basement with the rest of them. Well, it's, yeah. it's such an odd story because my new job i work with some younger african-americans and they all think he's being framed and mm. then who r kelly yes and then no I, he's not i know no, but then not. when i talk to people my age no matter the race they all go why did this take so long yeah, <laughs> i no know kid. right did they cgi in the urine <laughs> i don't know <laughs> to the video? i mean All they ever see is Twitter, where all the craziest people are constantly feeding them the worst opinions, and they don't know any better because to them it's like it's on the Internet, equally valid. That's true. I'd like to take a step back here just quickly. And I would like to uh, to, say, Cassie, I I believe that if you're in love with someone, then you're in love with them. Mm -hmm. Age doesn't matter unless it's like you have to be legal, though. Yeah. And you're obviously legal. Yeah, that would be good. Even though you good. look a lot younger than 37. I know. And that makes me furious. <laughs> we we get we get the, oh, is this your daughter? Constantly. Are you, oh. oh. That's yeah. got to be a fun one. Yeah, I get that. That's I get that, too. I do. I get that. Oh, what I what you I do. Into. Yeah, I just lean. I go, oh, yeah. And then I French kiss him right in front of him. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, God. What a funny ah. line for your husband to be like, I hope not because I'm fucking her. <laughs> Oh, am I kind of going to say that? No, no, no. no. no you're we fine. can edit no, it out. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry about that. No, this is actually on Every, uh, radio stations. Everybody just wrote down the time on the clock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we got to take that out. All right. I didn't know. By the way, I, I should mention this, Chad Daniels, that we have a huge podcast listening audience in Fergus Falls. Interesting. We do. Lots of people in Fergus Falls. Well, we're on a Brainerd radio station. We're on in Duluth. We're on in uh, St. Cloud. We're on radio stations. That's why we you can't swear anymore. Uh-huh. But when you swear, we just edit it out. 
it's delayed. It's a delayed broadcast, so you can swear all you want. And then sure. Cassie, she'll look like she's about 85 by the time she's done editing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this hour is going to age her about three years. But... <laughs> it probably is. Who was supposed exactly. to tell me I couldn't swear? The receptionist? We just oh, don't oh, oh, oh. What a nightmare she was. <laughs> we just don't even bother anymore. We're just like, whatever, no. they'll swear. Let's, we'll deal with it. Yeah, then we'll just edit it out and everything. I would have sat outside fun. in that lobby <laughs> till showtime tonight. If I, I would have come something. and got you. Oh, you that's my job. Oh, I, thought it was, on I thought Friday's it was her job. Come. Well, that's my, then that's my fault. I'm picking on her for no reason. <laughs> JB, JB has made himself the... The, the police between police. the two com- comedy <laughs> yeah. clubs. There's no, there'll be oh, no you are. Co- uh, comedy on comedy crime. When I'm around, <laughs> is yes. there ever comedy on comedy? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I think no. JB has just decided he's the oh. police. But you know, like last <laughs> week, I actually had to get the 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 Acme person to stop talking. It was oh, Pete yeah, Lee. I true. had to get him to stop talking. No, oh, I love Pete to get Lee. his butt in Pete. here. Yeah, it's like Pete. Yeah. We gotta go, Pete. What did he meet? Ta- someone from Wisconsin? No, he he met. Oh, you guys! <laughs> it was, um, Ida, Ida Rodriguez. Yeah, Ida, and they know each other, and they wanted to hang out, and all. And it's like, dude, we gotta go. <laughs> we got a show yeah. to do. He's and, just so friendly. That and then I yeah. turn around, and Cassie's standing there looking at me. He's like, I'm like, we gotta go now. <laughs> You know, don't wrap me out to Pete on this one, because I've known Pete forever, too. I think the world of him. But one thing I love about Pete is I see him about every two years, because I wasn't in in Cuba when he was on the show last week. So um, I haven't seen him in a while. But every time I did see him, oh, yeah, Tom, look, I've got a new fiancé. Yeah, every time I see you, you have a new fiancé. He loves love. I don't know what the- he loves love. That's but he exactly doesn't love right. it enough. <laughs> can you guys write down the time and send me that clip so I can send it to Pete? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Beaver. Pete, is a, he is such a nice man. Love working with him. And what a handsome fella. He is a handsome fella. Very, a, very handsome young guy. And he, he kind of tends to know that. He doesn't know it as much as some other people that I've worked with. because. He, yeah, some people, I mean, listen. We're not going to name names here, but some people know they're handsome and some people don't. Well, but he did have a young lady with him. So Pete, yeah, he did. yeah, that's his that's his girlfriend. She's awesome. She's from Alabama and is yeah, she's a, a nurse. scientist. Yep. Or oh, she's yeah. a scientist too. I think she was a nurse, wasn't she? She's yeah, a, so she's, yeah, she's a nurse. Right, Spe- some type of specialty nurse, but she's oh, a nurse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because we were talking about medications and whatnot, and she knew them all. Oh, yeah, because he takes propranolol for stage fright. What? The beta blocker. <laughs> what? I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh. down the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Can you spell that? I'm going to tweet yeah. that out right now. Propranolol. Propranolol. Stage frightly. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he, he had another medication for flight. Air flight. Oh yeah, flight. he takes something to basically just. Knock it doesn't knock out. him out, but it <laughs> functionally knocks him out. He took an Ambien on the way to Hong Kong and thought the flight oh, attendant was a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, true. I honestly want to try Ambien just to see how insane it is, but oh. I also don't want to like jump off a cliff thinking I can fly. So. Yeah, I was bringing my kids to a park, and I was on a road that I had been on. I mean, thousands of times mm-hmm. because for, between being a kid and, and mm-hmm. living out in this area, uh, bringing him to the park at a, an elementary school, I, fr- I didn't know where I was all of a sudden. I was taking Ambien. 
Um, I'd taken one the night before. Didn't know where I was. Didn't realize there were kids in my seat. Didn't know who they were when I turned around. It was really freaky. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, you always have to wonder, it's like, what if I don't come out of that state? Mm -hmm. It's like, I just all of a sudden don't know what anyone, who anyone is and where I am. Yeah. The last time I ever took. Yeah, no thank you. Heroin helps me sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that would be very helpful. Yes, absolutely. Heroin. i got to tell you something. Uh, somebody needs to get to work over at Google because I was just uh, thinking about uh, about the uh, – and I can't remember his last name. I don't know him all that well, but his, his, uh, he's an Italian guy, and his name is Bobby, but I can't remember his last name. So I, I typed in Italian comedian Bobby, and you know whose picture came up? Who? Bobby Slayton. Yeah, he's real Italian. Okay, he might be he might be Jewish. I'm not certain, but I'm pretty sure. God, Bobby Slate and the Italian. Yeah, I don't think so. No, he's always uh, he's always talking about Italian food and whatnot. He does love Italian food. That is very very true. He's, well, everyone uh, he, does. He, that was that. I didn't even realize because I hadn't seen Bobby in a couple of years. Another guy I've known for a million years, and I hadn't seen him. I didn't realize his wife got killed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. good God. That's terrible. Yeah, real brutal. So I saw him. Yeah, it was really brutal. But he, uh, I don't know. He, he's quite the guy. That's all I'm saying. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you to go see Chad Daniels at Acme tonight or tomorrow night, but you can't because he sold all the shows out. I do think, though, that if you if you wait until there's at least a foot more of snow, that somebody <laughs> might not show up so you could sneak in. I'll tell you who's not right? going to show up. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, so if there's a you're foot more of the snow, deal. if you guys want to come to the hotel and meet in the lobby, I'll <laughs> tell you my stupid stories. <laughs> Not stupid stories. They're quite entertaining. Let me just point that out to you. Uh, Melissa's work tomorrow. Uh, they don't get off work, but the cafeteria does. Yep, the cafeteria is like because you, it's, too <laughs> so it's too dangerous. So they get to go to work and not have food. And not have food. <laughs> yeah. What is Perfect. this? Cuba? Life is. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Target. Yeah, tar- exactly target right. for it. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't have to work, gentlemen, but. Chad Daniels with us Chad Daniels at Acme tonight and tomorrow night Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night Always a great pleasure to see your name on the docket Love talking to you As as always, I always have and I always will I feel feel the same Thanks for having me in and I appreciate that You're a good man sir We'll talk to you uh, next week Tom Bernard Show (laughs) 